Our next guest is Father Damien Schill. He served as a priest of the Diocese of Fargo from 1987 to 1998. He's now the Chief of Chaplain Service at the Minneapolis Veterans Administration Healthcare System. His book, Cooking and Eating with Father Damien and Friends, Volume 2, is available at Hurley's Religious Goods Store in Fargo. Welcome, Father Damien, to the show. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it, because, you know, you, you got to hit me with this right between breakfast and lunch, and you're making me hungry just talking about it. So, <laughs> But anyway, thanks for being with us. We appreciate that. Of course, you're going to talk about feeding the stomach and feeding the soul, uh, because recently you published your second part of a three-part cookbook series. Tell us about that. Well, it, was, it got to be so many recipes that it just all didn't wouldn't fit into one. The first volume was soups, salads, and all that sort of stuff. The second volume is all entrees, and the third volume, which will be out next Easter, will be um, desserts. Mm-hmm. So, so what, why write the cookbook, Father? What, what was your uh, impetus, your, your initiative behind that? Well, originally, um, Rayanne Leaf, who was our housekeeper at Holy Spirit when I was there, and then she worked at Cardinal Manch also, and then became the bishop's cook and housekeeper in Fargo. Um, her and I liked to cook. We used to cook together all the time. Nice. And we... We decided, you know, 25, 30 years ago we were going to do this, but never quite got around to it. Mm-hmm. And so Rayanne developed um, breast cancer, and then a few years ago I developed an inoperable um, brain problem, and which I was, I was fully recovered from. But anyway, uh, I told Rayanne, I said, we need to do this if we're going to do this, because otherwise we'll never quite get around to it. And so we did. We started on it, but then Rayanne's breast cancer got worse and worse. And eventually she died. And so the cookbook originally was going to be called Cooking and Eating with Rayanne and Father Damien. Mm-hmm. But we changed the name after she died. Sure, sure. You know, Father Damien, show we're talking about, about the cookbook. You know, you, ha- you said something that really struck a chord with me. The whole idea of eating, you know, I mean, obviously it goes back, you know, to, to, to the beginning of time, right? To the beginning of, of, of our being here. And something that's so important, for instance, you hear... Uh, people talk about how important the family table is, how important a shared meal is. You know, you talked about cooking together with someone. You know, preparing the, the, uh, a meal—it's a social event. It's a—it's a community event. It really helps us connect. Maybe talk a little bit about that. How important it is when we're preparing and eating and sharing food. It's a way that we connect and and get to know each other better. Well, I think this is one of the things that's lost in our time period because families are so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, doing many different things. And I work here in a hospital, which is different than working in a parish. And so I see the busy lives that our medical staff have, as well as our other people who work here. And I have the, the lady who is my direct report, Amy Archer. She's the social work executive. She makes it the point every night that her husband and her and her two children have dinner together every night. Mm-hmm. And when her kids are teenagers, you know, and so it's just a lot of stuff. But she knows how important it is. And they're people of faith, too. They, they are Lutheran and go to the Lutheran Church, um, but it's just so central to family life, and she just makes the point that this is just the way it's going to be in our family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's something that we all do, talking with Father Damien Schill about uh, the importance of feeding our uh, bodies and feeding our soul, and I think we can kind of throw it in there, feeding our 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 connections, you know, with family and whatnot. You know, it's something, eating is something we all need to do. And I think of it this way, Father, that, I mean, not that I never eat fast foods, you know, sometimes you do, but generally speaking, two things. Number one, generally it's not as healthy 
as if we cook on ourselves. And the second thing is, generally, it's not as healthy as far as relationships go because, as you mentioned, we're so busy. Eating, instead of becoming this, you know, half hour at least or maybe an hour where we sit down, connect, share, enrich our relationships, it just becomes another blip on the radar, something we do between or as we're going to our next activity. There's a little danger there, isn't there? There's a lot of danger there, you know, and it's, it's easy to go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, you just drive through, you get your stuff, you're eating in your car, and you're on your way. But it, it you know, the breakdown of the family is a very serious matter in our society. And as um, Catholics, you know, it's our responsibility to try and rebuild society. And if I may, I want to read to you just part of the introduction to my second volume. And it, it kind of talks about what we're talking about right now, if that's all right with you. Please do, Father, yes. Okay, it's, I'm just reading directly from my book. In my life, everything revolves around Christ, the Eucharist, friends, family, and fine dining. In our very rushed world, there's rarely an opportunity to just sit down and enjoy a meal together. Christ came and shared many meals with the apostles and with others who were in his life. Before he left us, he celebrated the Last Supper, the Eucharistic banquet. He gave us the holy sacrifice of the Mass. This is the very essence of our Catholic faith. This is where we encounter Jesus Christ in our daily lives. When I am cooking, I am thinking about those I am preparing the meal for. I want them to have the best food and the best experience possible when dining in my home. Also time for sharing my life with my family and my friends. This is the same as Christ wanted for us when he gave us the Mass. Every Mass should be celebrated with reverence and respect, because every meal prepared is with love and service in mind. Wow. I love that, Father Damien, and I love the the great connections, obviously, you make to the Eucharist. Let's Let's go and talk about that a little bit. Just as we need food to be nourished for our journey here on earth, you know, for, for health, for, for, for energy, and, and, and to sustain life. We also need the food of the Eucharist to help us along our way as well, don't we? We do, and, and people are starving. And mm-hmm. the Catholic people are starving because they don't go to Mass as often, or they don't believe that Christ is truly present, or the Mass is, you know, rush, 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 let's get out of here and get on to our next thing. So we're not really taking the time to spend in you know, quiet reflection with our Lord, and sharing in community and celebrating the Eucharist and the Mass, and then giving thanks to God. You know, because a lot of times you'll hear, I will hear anyway, I don't get anything out of Mass. Mm-hmm. It's like, what did you put into Mass? Mm-hmm. We go to Mass to worship God. We don't go to Mass to get something out of it. We may get something out of it, too, but if we're going there just to get something, then we're missing the whole point of the Mass, which is our celebration of the Eucharist and our worship of God and His mightiness and that we are his creatures, and he is our creator, and it's our duty to worship him. That's true, and in worshiping him, bringing our gifts, he gives the greatest gift of all, which is himself. Exactly. Amazing. You know, as as you're talking there, Father, about, and, and you're right, Mass can become, for so many people, just like that fast food. I think of it as fast food. I call it fast faith, right? I mean, it, you're, you're, you're doing the same thing. It's almost a drive-thru, right? You do park, but you, maybe you come in late. You know, maybe you receive and leave early. We can call it the Judas shuffle. You know, it, it's just another duty that you checked off rather than this real meal where we're supposed to connect. As you, as you mentioned, the biggest thing is we are worshiping God. You know, so for the family, which is the domestic church, Obviously, it's important to eat together the meals around the table, but it's also important to worship God together and our family of families, the Church, isn't it? Absolutely. And if we start exempting ourselves from the Mass, 
it's very easy then to become very disconnected. If we no longer believe that Christ is truly present in the Eucharist, then why go? You know, it, there's other things to do. And so we have to, a whole learning experience that we need to do as Catholics again to what is the Mass, why do we go to Mass, and why it's so important to be at Mass. So true. Talking with Father Damien Schill, his latest book, Cooking and Eating with Father Damien and Friends, Volume 2, is available at Hurley's Religious Goods Store in Fargo. Well, Father, this is wonderful. So tell us a little bit now, uh, maybe some personal reflections. What does it mean to you to be able to share you know, this gift of, of, of sharing food, recipes, and, and like, for instance, the prayer you have at the beginning, you know, the, the, the reflection is amazing. Tell us what it means to you and how you feel God's called you to this. Well, when I, before I was ordained, I lived in Denver, and I used to have dinner parties, and I used to hire people, you know, to do it, and it's like, it's kind of expensive to do that. And so I figured, if you can read, you can cook. Well, I can read, and uh-huh, uh, yeah. you can uh-huh. cook, you know, and so one of the things with Rayanne and I both, we, the preparation is really the best part for us. You know, mm-hmm. we just, like, prepare, we want to get everything perfect, and do it. And so Rayanne and I connected so well on that, and it was so hard when she, when she died, and for her family, of course, too, but a great loss for the for the church also in her service that she gave to the church. Absolutely, no that that makes such good sense. You know, I, I'm the thinking here as 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 we're talking, Father, sitting down. Well, let's let's put it this way: we strive for excellence in everything we do. It's it's on our heart, right? We we want we want the perfect, right? I mean that that's on our hearts, and of course, the most perfect prayer God has given us here on earth is the Mass and we need that. But also, there's something to be said for a high-quality, great meal, isn't there? Absolutely. You know, because the more we love someone, the more we want to give them the best. You know, and if our meals just begin like macaroni and cheese out of a box constantly, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you can't do it on occasion. Right, right. But if everything is, is that, it's then what's the point? And the same thing with the Mass. If the Mass isn't celebrated properly in the right, you know, mode, which is like, how quickly can we get through this and get out of here? Then we, we're losing the whole thing of sharing, of being together, of quiet, of reflection. You know, we're so busy with our TVs and our cell phones and iPads and all this sort of stuff. We just need to take the time to sit down and be with one another, share with one another, whether it's just, you know, having a nice, simple meal together. It doesn't have to be elaborate all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, something that we can do together as a family and as we can do together as friends. So true, we're talking with Father Damien Schill. By the way, we're coming at you live here from the Great Plains Food Bank in Fargo, North Dakota. Father Damien, you said something that just, again, sparked this in my mind. You talked about you know sitting down, eating as a family. You talked about we're so busy with our things. Maybe a word about this, too, because I've been to places, and I know places where people, are, they're sitting down eating, quote-unquote, together, but they're texting on their phones, they're looking at the TV. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I was went having dinner with my friend recently at the St. Paul Grill here in the Twin Cities. And there was a, a husband and a wife who were sitting at the table next to us, and the entire meal, I don't think they spoke to each other. <laughs> they were both on their phones. You know, they, when the waitress would come, they would just move their phone to take their food, but they just never, it's like, why are you here? You're spending like $200 for dinner, and you're not even talking to each other? You know, it could have been two strangers sitting at the same yeah. table, and even... If it would have been a stranger, you're more likely to interact with a stranger than with your own spouse. Mm-hmm. And so, again, this stuff doesn't make much sense to me, but 
that's the way it is in our society. Exactly. About a minute left, Father. Maybe give us a little preview for the, the third volume upcoming in your cookbook series. So the third volume is going to be actually quite large. This one, the current one has 483 entrees in it. And the next one will probably have about a thousand dessert recipes nice. in it. And so they're going to be all cheesecakes, cakes, pies, you know, as, as well as ethnic desserts and, and whatnot with, with that. But uh, one thing I'd like to mention before we, we end here is sure. it's available at, at Hurley's in Fargo, but some of your listeners are not in the Fargo mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. It's also available through Leaflet Missile in St. Paul and St. Patrick's Guild in St. Paul. There's three, loca- three bookstores that are selling it. That's, that's great, Father Damon. We appreciate that. Well, Father, Father Damon, we certainly appreciate all you're doing, and, and thank you for using your gifts of food and faith and family, I guess I could say, if I could use three Fs, and fun. Let's throw a fourth one in there, right? Because it is fun. I mean, you mentioned how you and Rayanne had so much fun preparing this. Uh, thank you again for your time. Thank you for sharing your gifts, and thank you for putting out these cookbooks. All right. Thank you.